0: goal is really not there for to be achieved. The goal is to give you direction.
1: Welcome to the Swisspreneur Show, a podcast about startup stories and learnings from experienced entrepreneurs. Here's your host, Sylvan.
2: Welcome back to a new episode of the Swisspreneur Show. Today we have two guests here. And we already know you from the first episode. You are the co-founder and CEO of Knecker, a startup which produces protein-rich vegan crackers. And we also have your husband here today, Tobias. And we're welcome to the show, to both of you. Thank you for being here.
0: Thanks for having us.
3: Yeah, thank you very much.
0: No, I really, uh, Silvan, I want to say thank you, especially because not that we're here, but because you're doing such a great show for uh, the startup community here in Switzerland. Because, uh, you know, it, it requires inspiration for many young entrepreneurs or people who consider to become entrepreneurs uh, to do this. And and when we I look at all your podcasts, it's a fascinating source of inspiration. So really, thanks for having us. Thank
2: you so much. It's exactly our goal to inspire more people to start yeah. their own company. So. I would say goal achieved in that regard, if you perceive it that way. Let's quickly introduce you to Bias. We already talked to Anne in the first episode. You are the other half of the Richter Dream Team, so to speak. You're a serial entrepreneur in the medtech and dental industry, and most notably known for TRI dental implants, a global innovation leader in digital implant solutions. So it's really great to have you here today. Yeah. Can you maybe quickly summarize? You know what led you to this path of becoming a serial entrepreneur yourself? Basically, Anne told us in the first episode, you've been that way since she got to know you. Yes,
0: yeah, I, I think th- there are two points in your question. Like, first of all, why medtech, and the second, why entrepreneur? Because. To be honest, like it really goes back to my family background. My father was a medical doctor, a surgeon. So the lunch talks, the dinner talks were all about amputated food, feet, <laughs> uh, surgeries and these kind of things. Uh, but I was fascinated and I was able to visit the clinic and I could see what was the impact on injured people towards then being healing, healed people and the impact that he had on them. And so this was fascinating. That's why I wanted to study medicine. I didn't do it then because uh, I thought it's too limiting. I go for business yeah. um, and I studied business and went back to medicine. Why do I say this? Because uh, I think it's, and especially, you know, when people listen, it's really important that you choose an area where you become active, where you really have a purpose for it, where you where you f- really feel in the morning. Why do I get up? This is the reason why I get up. Uh, so this this was, I think, one major decision. More important than becoming an entrepreneur, I would say, uh, uh, to, at the beginning. And then entrepreneur... You know, I started uh, my career at the world leader for dental implants Drama in Switzerland uh, to learn about stuff. I didn't have the clear intention to become an entrepreneur. But in there, I saw, you know, that not always the best innovative ideas come to the top, that uh, a lot of politics play a role, um, people games. And I felt limited. And on top of that, we saw an opportunity with some colleagues to create a new way of providing dental implants through an online platform at a fraction of the cost. So less lower price for patients, lower price for dentists, Mm -hmm. really giving a benefit, providing implants to more people than before. And we started the company not with the thought of becoming an entrepreneur but really because there was a cause there was a, an opportunity and we were really it was a the right time at the right place uh, we were very lucky 2007 we grew in three years up to almost 20 million revenue and the company was then sold to the denner group so When I look back at at that, and that in at that time, I became a member of the EO Entrepreneur Organization, and I realized what uh, privilege it is to be an an entrepreneur. And I realized how much energy I take out of the fact that I'm I am self determined. I can I'm in control of what I'm doing and uh, in control of my destiny. You know, and and that that really then triggered in me uh, the fact to want to be an entrepreneur. And I started then TRI the yeah as the company that you mentioned before where we also had the aim to be use the most digital technologies to improve and even revolutionize implant dentistry. And then uh, as I was in the area of dental, uh, we started a platform um, called www.dentalcampus.com, which is all about e-learning, so helping dentists to learn how to use implants in mm-hmm. a better way. And in 2018, we uh, I co-founded a dental clinic group. So where we employed dentists, um, we have now 100 dentists in the group. Um, wow. So so from A to Z, providing implants to training to to the effective uh, application, um, we're we're covering the circle. And we are now considering to start a company uh, in the field of AI to really uh, deep dive dental because dental is very digital, and with AI you can create a lot of benefits. Now. If I look back uh, on, you know, on this fact of being a serial entrepreneur, I think uh, uh, it, the, the the key point is you have a lot of challenges and you have a lot of problems. The key point is, and that's now the circle to my start, is, you know, what's your purpose? And uh, mm-hmm. I tell my employees every day that uh, um, that uh, when they have you see problems or they feel that, you know, the job maybe is not so exciting for the moment, they should just think about all the implants that on this particular day, are provided to patients because, um, you know, you see patients coming with no teeth, are totally disillusioned, mm. and they leave with a smile. It changes really their life. And then if you think about that, then really um, it's much easier to get up in the morning. I can imagine. <laughs> so, yeah, the entrepreneur is, uh, is, is, is in the end also a question that everybody, I think, concerns. You know, what do you do in life and are you passionate for it? Yeah. And for all of those who are hesitant uh, to become an entrepreneur, um, I there's this nice uh, story about a, a person, uh, you know, a way about Parachuting, you know, um, when you want to parachute, you are really afraid of jumping out of the plane. You know, right. You I'm not sure. And and then you go through training and you get all the information on what to pull and um, what to do when you jump out, what height you are on, etc. And even just before you jump out, you're still not sure and you want to maybe go down. And this is a little bit like about becoming an entrepreneur because you 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 you're really afraid about what's on the other side. Mm-hmm. But when you jump, and this is the interesting thing, you don't think about your fear. You think about acting. You. Think Think about, you know, what do I pull? Where tight am I? And it's a lot of fun, too. (laughs) So it's a nice uh, parable that maybe people who are not sure about it uh, should uh, take to their heart.
2: Take the leap
0: and jump. Take the leap and jump, yeah.
2: Fantastic. Thank you for sharing this impressive journey and really great to have you here today. Yeah. We're basically going to talk about two entrepreneurs in one house. You know, the entrepreneurial family organization model, so to speak. (laughs) So first of all, I I just wonder, you know, and when you met Tobias, he was already an entrepreneur. So being entrepreneurial, was this spirit one of the things which first attracted you to one another?
3: At the first moment, I haven't realized that he is an entrepreneur. I was um, attracted. But as soon as he told me about what he is doing, I was really attracted by because it was his passion, his motivation and this um, positive thinking about having an impact. And it was, this was really important for me, because if you listen to my interview, it's not just about making money, it's about making a positive impact by acting self-confident um, and on your own. And this is something what Tobias is doing. And that was, for me, very attractive when I met him. I was really fascinated, but he uh, founded his company one week before we met. So I really was <laughs> with the early steps involved. And um, for She's sure... He's
0: co-founder in a way. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
3: so it was really interesting to see how he developed in the last 10 years his company from a small company with one desk to today what he, he give you an impression of like having four or five um, investments. Yeah.
2: Fantastic. And, you know, in that regard, Tobias, a question to you as an entrepreneur, you enjoy a lot of flexibility so is this an advantage or a disadvantage for your rom- romantic relationship?
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I would start by saying that the three kids are maybe the obstacle for the Fair romantic point. relationship. we got to talk about that <laughs> yeah, also okay. in the session today. <laughs> but uh, no, I think, uh, I think it's an advantage because in the end, as I said before, uh, there is, despite all the, the, you know, the challenges that you have as an entrepreneur, you have the great a privilege of having more time on, or to decide on how you um, share your time. And so this, this freedom to structure your time in the best way gives you then the chance also that we take moments to, uh, for a common lunch or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, or uh, nights out or, you know, a weekend, et cetera, that, to, to, that that is a privilege, I think, and an advantage. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but it is, and it, it is obviously the, the companies are very deep in your relationship. And therefore, uh, you have to be very conscious and aware to split the time between these two uh, topics. Yeah. Yeah. And do you
2: have an example of, you know, how this flexibility shows in your daily life? Like, do you say, I want to take lunch and go to, to the uh, swimming pool with the kids in yeah. the afternoon and then you do your calls and work in, in the evening? Or how does that look like in your daily life?
3: Yeah, we manage it exactly like this. So we have additional, we have an au pair at home who helps us to give us the flexibility. And we choose an au pair because she lives in. And so she has also the flexibility to m- jump in. For example, tomorrow afternoon, I have to do, I have an, app- um, an appointment. So then Tobias is working, so she has to move in. So that gives us more flexibility because we both have pressure on our business. And we try to, every Sunday evening, we sit together and go through the week. But, um, the week come always different as we <laughs> expected. So there could be times where we sit together with six people additional though pair at the lunchtime, and we don't need her, and there could be times where we are both not there, and she manages it. so the kids are, yeah no know, knowing that this is working like this
2: in in that regard, do you have any sort of an you know organizational system or structure that you follow?
3: Yeah, we have an enjo- joining timetable, so he has to put into my timetable his travel um, targets and uh, on appointments, especially appointments before 9 and after 6.30, yeah. because no one of us can leave without talking with the other one, because if we both leave on the same <laughs> phone, there's no one at home. <laughs> So um, we have to talk a lot, and we sit usually on Sunday evening and go through the week. Um, when are do we have um, everything solved? And uh, yeah, and Tobias is very good in organizational um, instruments.
2: So you have anything to add on that? How you structure the
0: organization?
3: He structure me. I try to. No, no, no,
0: <laughs> no, that's. I think no. Uh, I know not much. I think she, she, the, the most important thing is you know the common overview of the week, yep. and then the uh, you know the calendar sharing. Um, uh, more on a on a on a on a on a uh, i would say on a annual basis um we mm-hmm. have also our plans you know where we retreat uh, mm-hmm. over new year's eve uh mm-hmm. to uh, to a place which we really love mm-hmm. in the mountains um and which is a little bit distant to to the normal traffic um Nice. And there we deep dive and make an annual review mm. and we make an annual forecast as well you know we set a little bit self our goals she doesn't like it so much but no, I, yeah because
3: <laughs> he set up targets also for the children like uh, learning to walk i mean no. or no, I mean. no, yeah but also we always talk about what are their hobbies what do they and i think targets are and yeah in a family is sometimes an advantage to have too much targets but it's good to reflect the last year and to see um what kind of development do we have? And we also important is where do we need more support? Mm-hmm. This is probably the most important yeah. issue we have to tackle to see where is the support coming from. So the kids are going sometimes for lunch at school. And do we have an additional person here or there? Or how could we yeah. manage the whole t- system with two people who are working mm.
0: And we also this is maybe good for 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 insight for others as well. There's a there's a c- good tool called the Wheel of Life, which are eight areas oh. <laughs> of your life, you know, uh, yeah. and 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 then you really go through each area like mm. health, hobbies, friends, relationship, family, finance, career, mm. um, and and spirituality, and and then you say you know how 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 was the year you know are, are, is this rounded up? Are we balanced? or What is? what do should we do in the, in the upcoming year so I, I think this is important to mention because it's not all of only about organizing and yeah you, know, you know technically you know like here this time this time but it's really about right. you know like do we make sure to fulfill all dimensions of a of a fulfilled life mm-hmm. and not getting dragged into this uh, channel of uh, business you know yeah. but we
3: are not doing it? this with the kids just was okay us. Yeah, okay yeah. Yeah. Where, where can people
0: find that template uh I, I you know I, If you want, I can share it on the on on your platform. Sure. Uh, I, I can't recall, you know, the the web because I've been using it now for ten years, right. so it's more a tool that I use for myself. But you can send it over and then we add it to the yeah, show notes. Yeah, yeah.
2: Let's also dive in a bit more on your structured meetings. So you have your weekly get-togethers where you basically plan the week. How long do they take? What do you actually discuss in there?
3: We have two meetings. We have one meeting between us two. Okay. And we have another meeting with the kids. Um, Tobias implemented this. Does this sound? <laughs> <implemented>. <laughs> family con- Family conference. Uh, we, we st- family conference. Yeah, yeah. but we, we name it Basilicum. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, and the good thing is that the kids are always getting some sweets or chips, so they have a positive… Um, Manipulated, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> we,
0: yeah. we basically bribe them. Yeah. As, uh, yeah. And we, we had sit, to get it going. Yeah. Now uh, they are there. <laughs>
3: yeah. And we try to do it every Sunday for like half an hour maximum, and then we sit together. And one of the kids or one of us is the leader of this meeting, and then we talk about the last week. The kids can also be leaders. Yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, f- that's good. It's
3: difficult if the four years old one is the leader, but we try to do it. and. Then everyone has uh, talk about how was the last week, what was the good and bad things. What do we expect for the next week? And no one can mention some easy stuff uh, to change. But we also ask questions like, what are your expectations for the next holidays or something? Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting because first I thought like, don't ask the kids too much. But uh, the answers inspiring us to solve things differently as we thought. Cool. To give an example, for example, we go with the night train, with the car this year to holidays because our oldest son, who's eight years old, mentioned this instead of flying somewhere. He said, "Let's go by train," and we said, "Yeah, why not? That's a good idea." So this That's is true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this is um, this is an instrument we use to to talk with the with the kids, and after we talk together and and use like our schedules and uh, Excel sheets, we have an Excel planning also mm. for. We make the next year planning with time schedules and also financial plannings and um, things like this. We have a lot of tools we use together to um, talk together about our family and our businesses.
2: So, in that regard, Tobias, how does that look like when you have the meeting together?
0: What, what do you no, discuss think, there and how long does it take? No, I think it's, uh, it sounds a little bit more uh, too, too, uh, too, uh, how to say, it, too technical. Okay. Actually, it's, it's, uh, the meeting can be in the bed, you know, uh, sure. with, with a laptop on your, on your, on your knees and, uh, and you talk the week through, through. And this is sometimes when everything is clear, it can be only, you know, 10 minutes um but if something is not clear it's maybe a little bit longer um it can also be on in the garden or yeah so it's not a you know institutional structured meeting that six o'clock honey now we have to meet <laughs> no and it could it's, be also a but, glass but, of wine but uh but uh, you know with all these things happening it is it's also a natural uh natural uh process it's not mm-hmm. like that we have to remind ourselves because uh um it is an essential that we coordinate right uh, yeah
2: and, you know, when we talk about goal setting, how do you set your goals? Do you also focus on these eight areas when you do the annual review? Or how do you set the goals for your personal life, but also for your business life?
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. So these uh, eight areas are really, um, really helpful. I mean, I can only recommend that because what you do is you take uh, one, uh, each of these segments. Let's let's take the topic of uh, relationship or family. yeah, yeah. Uh, And then you, you give each of these dimensions a grade, 0, zero to 10. Yeah, and then you you uh, it's, it's it's in a circle, so you have a spider web, and then you see mm-hmm. where the weaknesses are, yeah? and then you deliberately think about okay, let's say um, a relationship. You know, when we had our small kids, relationship definitely was a challenge. So mm-hmm. we said, what should we do this year to counter that? So we we said let's have uh, make sure that we have once a week a lunch. Where we I talk, got love, lunch. Uh, love lunch, we call it. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so we talk about that, or if it's I mean, it's good, a top, it, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, or if it's a, in in the area of um, friends, mm-hmm. you know, which is also a challenge when you start a company of kids. You don't have so much that you actually. Um, I make sure uh, say I I try to call every week a person I haven't called for a long time of my friends and it doesn't sound much but actually it's an effort you have to do it and and it's great uh, because you you and so this is the way you you analyze then sort of where you are and Mm -hmm. then you set these goals based on where you feel you didn't perform so well and then there are obviously the goals on top which you sort of the the midterm and long-term goals it's not only annual goals like you have maybe a bigger goal you know for your company where where do you want to be in three years and five years and how can you deduct the goals for this um so so I, I hope this helps a little bit. Absolutely, yeah. A do you bucket also? also... Yeah. Oh,
2: a bucket list. Yeah, yeah we, we get I to that in, in a second. A list, yeah, so that's
0: yeah. right. We, we, I want to know what's
2: on there. I want to know your bucket list. <laughs> One second. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do so, you know the, the goals. You said you do that over New Year's when yes. you go to your retreat, yeah. and How then we New fix
0: it. Yes, Did we fix the goals. Um, and um, uh, and uh, and then I actually do that a little bit more than Anne. Uh, I on a on a quarterly basis look at it and see what have what have we have achieved and you know I can now look at it and see you know that, that we are on track for the year or not. Right. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so yeah, that's. Do your goals sometimes also change during the year? Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah. uh, I mean, I think that's also an important insight. You know. Uh, uh, anyone who is too fixed up with their own goals uh, really gets yes. into big problems. You know, you uh-huh. get stressed out. So, so you have to always reassess the situation. You know, does it still make to keep that goal? Yeah. And you know, uh, I don't know who said it, but once so someone said, a goal is really not there for to be achieved. A goal is to give you direction, yeah. and I think that's very true uh, nice because uh, in the end, this particular goal is always somehow not achieved it's a different result and th- i think that's the essence of entrepreneurship right you start out with an idea and then at the end your company value proposition looks really different to what you thought at the beginning because you learned you adapted and i think it's the same for goals you know
2: now, you probably have a vision but the way there is flexible you no, always yeah. have to adapt and find new new ways to get there yes yes so, and so the
3: surroundings also changing like the corona. Yeah, situation gave us a lot of different directions last year yeah
2: yeah yeah that makes sense so and usually as an entrepreneur you know yourself you deal with a lot of ups and downs we talked about in the in the first episode so what do you actually do if both of you go through a really intense phase how do you support each other what do you do do you even have time and energy for your structure and and for your family life
3: I'm a very positive person at the moment I can't remember on on the face where we both were in the deep, but the thing is what what keeps me always um and very good impact is that the other person we are not part of the other company, but we can ask or we talk a lot about our companies with each other, and the perspective of the other is always from a brighter of you and it gives me. And it brings me on the next level, so if I see just a deep, then he comes and says "Don't don't focus on this, have a look at that, and then it helps me to proceed and I think it's also the other way yeah, around
4: correct absolutely um
3: so it's it the opinion of the other on my business um is always helpful and gives me another perspective and helps me to go through this deep so.
0: I think the you know when you work in a yeah this is saying you know. Uh, you should not work so much in the company but on the company because mm-hmm. in the company you lose you know and i think that's where we are really good partners because uh, each of us makes sure that a little bit this bird's eye view this on the company is 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 uh, is still kept in perspective uh, mm-hmm. so that's really
2: good yeah. and and what should your partner ac- actually do you know when you are stressed and just don't have the the usual energy uh, is there anything that your partner can do or is that your own responsibility to to get you out of there?
0: Yeah, I, I you know, I, I for myself, I actually say it's a little bit my responsibility, and I have my tools. Like uh, I do a lot of sport, um, especially in the morning, which sort of frees me up. Um, and I also have my daily routines, like an app where I practice gratitude and and sort of review what has been good at the day to keep also a positive mindset and to uh, to not get dragged down by challenges. But um, but obviously uh, uh, um, I think uh, we both sometimes recognize you know when the other one is stressed out that he needs his own time yeah. and says you know like okay and so, maybe it's better if you just go into the room and we don't continue this talk right. uh, and the same the other way around um, obviously we also have our difficult situations yeah, sure. but but I think this is something that um, so so. I str- how to manage stress is maybe to give the the other person the room to Spence, yeah. to find, you know, his balance in the day or that week.
3: Yeah. I, I also, I'm, I'm, I think everyone is responsible for his own emotions. Mm-hmm. So our way is mm-hmm. that we separate then and go for a walk, coming back, going early to bed. And sometimes I know that it's not something to do with my person why he is it has something to do with his business stress so you have to divide to separate this from your own yeah
2: got it
1: before we continue with the show we would like to introduce you to our new partner newco newco helps founders navigate the paperwork that starting a company involves from the first consultation all the way to the commercial register Newco has helped more than 900 entrepreneurs start their company and they do so at highly competitive prices. To find out more, visit newco.ch/swisspreneur. Again, that's newco.ch/swisspreneur. And now, on with the show.
2: And you know, the ups and downs, they can also be reflected in financial life. I mean, two entrepreneurs that usually means also two volatile incomes. If business goes well, It's a big party. If not, it's probably, okay, what do we cook for dinner tonight? Hopefully not that extreme, but you get the point. So how do you actually also deal with that as a couple of the financial planning? You mentioned Excel
0: sheet before. So how do you go about that topic? Yes, I I think... um, as a family you obviously when you have a family you you, you get it becomes a bigger role you know yeah. because there's a greater responsibility when i was alone you know i i didn't care really sure. to be honest but um it becomes a bigger role and especially in the first years of um, my company tri we we had you know a financial problem at the beginning and it was a real challenge so um uh, i was a uh, uh, I was not so much worried about the financials in the end because I had the belief that we can make it, but still you look at it. And mm-hmm. and, and I think uh, what is important is that um, you have a good financial planning and some security there. So actually now today we are a little bit more, uh, we have now, actually we try to make sure that we have a security of two years actually because yeah. of the family. It's a really much bigger responsibility and yeah. changes uh, take a long time.
2: So basically that means two years of living expenses up yeah. in cash.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, okay. yes. Yeah yeah so and, but, but yeah. I, i'm also i mean generally speaking uh, uh I've always taken greater care as an entrepreneur to have a bigger position as liquidity cash mm-hmm. liquidity than uh, in in assets that are not so fastly liquid yeah. because uh, first of all to be reactive and invest in uh, in the company if it's required to drive further developments but secondly also for the family
3: and we talked about this question also yesterday because our, i think also our value of lifestyle is very um, continuing so we don't celebrate parties too much so we have like very good uh, value and lifestyle With uh, we don't stop to buy clothes to second hand or we don't stop to do things just because we earned a bit more money so that keeps mm-hmm. us uh, um, a very easy way yeah.
2: i think that's a really important yeah. learning for anyone whether yeah. you have family or not if you make more money, don't upgrade your lifestyle yeah. and your fixed expenses, yeah. especially, because if you do so, you just get basically caught up in, in the
0: rat race. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, and you don't get more happiness. No, yeah. Ma- Maybe
2: for 10 seconds.
0: <laughs> yeah, 10 seconds. Yes. <laughs> but it ends when the transaction of the credit card has
3: already exactly. touched. No, yeah.
2: no, no,
0: it's not. So
2: the biggest question for us here to ask is, do you also get involved in the business of your partner? I mean you probably share advice or challenges or do you strictly separate it and how do you handle
0: that yeah i i i think we we do know i mean there's always a fine balance you know when you step one foot too far because yeah. uh, you know in the end um it's a little bit like at eo you have the uh the feedback uh, rule of never um giving uh recommendations Yes. But rather telling stories on on a similar situation that you had, yeah. uh, so that the other person doesn't feel that you know uh, that this is now something that he could be doing better, but mm-hmm. rather learns something from the situation. Yeah. But when you're in a daily exchange, this is not always possible. So <laughs> it's a fine line where you sometimes step over, and the other says, "Okay," and and you will say this. Yeah, you say, "No, stop me," and yeah. I and I will also say, "Hey, this is my business. Okay, right. I can." But I think what we really cherish is the fact that we are a good sounding board for Mm -hmm. each other, you know? So when you want to test an idea, when you have a new draft of an email to all the employees or the shareholders or whatever, you know, these things, then then, uh, Anne is really a very important, for me, a very important uh, check control that this is makes sense, this is the right level of um, from talking. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes. And so so the sounding board, I guess, is the best word for it.
3: Yeah, it's definitely the, the my best sparing partner for all of my ideas. i coming home, I see something, we share everything. And since I found my business, um, it's also good for our relationship because we have really something we share. Mm-hmm. I talk about my business, he's talking about his business. We, we give our opinion, but still, my business my business his business is his business and he's yeah. the expert for dentals and i'm right. the expert for protein food so
2: so do you also preach like full transparency in that regard when it comes to financials or hires and fires i mean yeah. sure that's also part yeah. of the game
0: absolutely absolutely, absolutely. Uh,
3: we have family we have one i mean at the end it's, it's the companies are part of the family yeah. so bigger yeah. decisions we discuss always
0: yeah. But to your question before, you know, we, we we are not active in the respective companies, like yeah. like like a functional role or a board member, etc. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever considered starting a company together? Because that would seem like the logical next step. Yeah, I'm thinking how we can combine uh, plant-based proteins with dental. <laughs> <laughs> Tricky. Yes, uh, it's definitely good for the teeth. Uh, <laughs> Um, but we haven't considered it. And at the moment, we are so busy with all our stuff that we... But i I'm sure, absolutely. I mean, especially now with uh, with this, this the Knecker uh, business. Um, we, we are much more uh, working on similar topics because the question of sales and marketing, operations, production, you know, uh, Investors. investor regulatory affairs, internationalization. The, these are the same in a way. Um, even sure, different target groups, B2B, B2C, et cetera. But it's, it's it's similar questions that uh, and and therefore yes I could imagine that. Absolutely. I mean, if
3: Tobias had more time, I'm open that he uh, <laughs> <laughs> jump in and work for my company. I think the other way around it's the same. So we I trust him. I know that he has uh, good ideas and then he he could bring added value to my company. But at the moment we, it's not planned.
2: And and you also mentioned that it was very appealing to you that. Tobias was an entrepreneur.
3: Mm-hmm. Have
2: you ever wished that he wasn't an entrepreneur?
3: Mm-hmm. For sure, there are some days where I thought uh, being employed gives us a bit more um, security, regarding, especially regarding holidays, because um, all the other fathers and mothers, they have uh, fixed holidays and then they go just for two or three weeks in summer. Or um, in, in our first years, I could remember that we had probably two days in summer. Where we've been in Engadin for hiking, <laughs> or things yeah. like this, where I saw like it's. It a... But the kids were very small at this time, and now we have it the other way around because now I founded my company, and Tobias is planning this year's three weeks holidays, and I'm getting a bit afraid of his expectations of my free time. Yeah. I... <laughs> but we work anyhow in the holidays both, so we yeah. have our laptop with us in the digital world. You can make video conferences, so it's it's not a stop like it was in the past. But these were phases where I thought like having an employee's husband could be also in this expect positive. But but
0: I think this is really digitalization and Corona has shown it, you know, has really changed uh, the way you can now combine, obviously, your, your private time, your holidays and your business I mean uh, and um and therefore this 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 is definitely improved uh, yeah. in that sense that we really cherish this flexibility and you, you've heard it from many other people as well Corona was a great thing for families and yeah. and for us as well it uh, really created new dynamics new ways of working together and, um, and 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 I'm very grateful for corona in that sense obviously not in the other areas yeah absolutely yeah talking about family
2: you have Three kids, eight, mm-hmm. seven, and four years old. Mm-hmm. You mentioned before you also have your family uh, conference called Basilicum. <laughs> yes. So I just wonder what else has changed in your organizational model from now
0: having kids to before having kids? Well, you know, before having kid wasn't such a long time. You know? <laughs> True. Uh, I met Anne one week after the foundation of my of the company TRI, yeah. and then uh, I proposed like nine months later, and we married like twelve months later after a meeting, and she was already pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, we um, with our first child, so we never really and we didn't live even together when we yeah. married. You know, we were we were not separate. The, I was in yeah. Germany
3: and he was in yeah. Zurich, yeah. and I moved to Zurich. Six weeks before giving birth, yeah. so, so, so we for us started to be together with kids. So we have uh, no li- not really life before.
0: Yeah, exactly. So we always were used to it, and yeah. um, and I think with with kids the, the the great. I think, but this is not. I think something an entrepreneur, especially, it's also the same for an employee. Um, uh, you have to really consciously make time for the children, especially yeah. in the evenings, um, and try to be there for dinner and and yeah. um, bedtime. So I wouldn't say that the organization model is there so different. We have the luxury of being more in control, maybe over our time, mm-hmm. and 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 with the family comfort. This is really the most important tool. We make sure that you know all expectations are aligned and that yeah. the right things are planned.
2: Yeah. I also really like it that it sort of also forces the kids to reflect. And you know to to think about what do I like, what do I not
0: like. Yeah, and forces not only the kids, forces the parents to True. listen. Yeah, because that's it's really amazing what comes out. Yeah. And just the question, you know, what was good last week? Yeah. What what would you like to do in your holiday? What mm-hmm. uh, what uh, what do you think about your uh, piano teacher right now? <laughs> Whatever. It's amazing what comes out of the kids and 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 I think it's a lesson for everybody to you know take conscious time with the kids to listen and the but the environment is important you really have to sit at the table so it has to be a structured environment so you can't do it on the couch or in the bed or so really invite so that the kids know okay this is now our meeting right never run at all. and at the beginning uh, we draw who is the leader. So yeah. our four-year-old <laughs> can be the leader of the right. conference. We help him and coach him a little bit. Yeah. Then uh, what he should say, cool. but but uh, so every so everybody feels responsible in a way for the yep. meeting and and knows this is important and, and also now collects during the week topics. That might nice. be important, and that oh, yeah, yeah. they bring into in the week, in the Sunday's yeah. meeting, yeah. Um, because otherwise, you know, otherwise it is the week goes by and you don't talk about it, you don't touch it. And here yeah. they know, hey, I have this topic, yeah. so I don't want that mom and dad, for example, talk so much about business yeah. at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. So now it's forbidden, and as soon as she mentions knacker or, or eye implants or whatever, yeah. the kids say stop. They throw food at you, you know, <laughs> really. <laughs> But it's good you know because Uh, we made our rules and we have to stick to the rules because there's uh, a rule page and we follow up with the rules every sunday you revisit the rules um uh, so all in a positive and way that's why ann said you know we have some sweets and chips so that it's not too (laughs) too uh, overloaded but it's a Uh, very recommendable tool
2: yeah Mm. and i guess also the duration is important like you don't want to make it too long otherwise the attention span declines
0: yes mm. so yeah it's 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 max 20 to 30 minutes more yeah. is not possible um uh, but it's good you know it's just um and you know in that regard kids especially
2: before their teenage years they also ask for your undivided attention i mean they really do want to have your full attention when they're spending time with you so in that regard you mentioned the the advantages of digitization before but at the same time you know having your phone and therefore sort of also your office always with you can also be a big challenge where you then suddenly start to divide the attention. So Anne, how did you or do you manage this these days? I can imagine that this is not always an easy trade-off.
3: No, it's not. It's difficult. And the kids also see me a lot with my mobile or with my um, laptop working. and uh, But I think we are not perfect, but every week we start to make some things better and to say, okay, now we we stop to have the phones at the table or we stop to, we have defined working hours. And usually I try to be at home at four and then between four and six, I'm usually I'm not working and then bring them to bed and after that I work again. So it's always, we try to keep clear faces where we are not working.
2: Do you have any additional tips that you can share how to be more attentive despite the digital tools
0: available? You know, uh, just from my side, because it's a learning process that we are going through right now, it's, um, uh, uh, you you, you mentioned that, you You mentioned that, you know, is to really... when you talk with a the child, then really be fully there for the child yeah. and look in, into look the, in the eyes, eyes, you know, and and so that he really appreciates mom. Because I think it's not necessary to the whole day to be always there present, but and right. the, the child will take up a lot of energy out of you know maybe short but very intense. Mm-hmm. Uh, sessions so when you yeah. when, when we spend time with the kids then we uh, one-on-one you know not three because is also a problem three kids together you dilute a little bit the messages and the child doesn't feel aware True. so so with each child you have to make sure that you make special activities so take out one child for example on on a trip, only him, mm. and then talk or, uh, with. him. I always say him, by the way, because we are three boys, you know. So just so he's <laughs> gender, full disclosure. <laughs> full disclosure. <laughs> uh, um, so 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 really making making sure that every child gets attention. personal, p two p attention uh, and with eye contact. Really, uh, that, that's yeah. maybe sh- that's important. That's
3: yeah. something we we are in the middle of a process. Also, we change also every every week or every time again to get a better week. So it's like um, having eye contact, building up a connection with the child and then the things are they can learn easier. Everything is going easier when you work via a connection mm-hmm. and a relationship with the child. And this is something what sometimes or I lost. I realized that with three children and a lot of action in the house, I lost to watch at the child directly and to talk with the child for how was your day, how can I help you? And um, as soon as I started this again, I saw that they also listen better in things that I expect from them. Yeah.
2: Fantastic. So yeah, I think we covered a wide range of topics uh, in this session. It's super impressive and also very exciting to talk about that because I think that's something we rarely cover on the podcast. So do you have any last recommendation for entrepreneurial couples that you
0: would like to share? I, I always say all in, you know, <laughs>
3: oh, yeah. you know and no, I would say, no. don't be too perfect. I mean, <laughs> all in, I mean, Tobias, some. he's pushed a lot of pressure and he's always in moving forwards and he's very enthusiastic. And on the other hand, you also need a time of rela- relaxation and um, to keep it cool. No one is perfect. And if I go in the evening yes. to bed and think about this day, I could uh, every evening, I think about things I could do better the next day. And this is okay because then i have the next targets for the next days so it's uh, no one is perfect i mean everyone gives his best and um you can change every day your behaviors and your, your you can change yourself and your surrounding and the act the way how you act with your partner and your children every day you can change it again and mm-hmm. you can get in a more positive way on the next day that's important
0: and this is what I was meant by by all in, because I think all in means I, if someone is an entrepreneur uh, or she's an entrepreneur, then um, you should not make uh, the sacrifice uh, of saying you not know, to not to have a family because a family is a huge I, I I don't mean to mean this as I say it now, like it's a burden in a way to run a business because it's a challenge, but then over time with the family, you also then I think you become in a way, a more conscious leader because you 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 really you 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 create you know that there's something greater out there than your business it it, it earth yeah. puts you on the down earth and secondly you 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 um become more aware of the responsibility that you have as an individual person not only for your employees or your customers but also you know in bringing up uh, um children and making them in a in a good world and um in a good way besides the relationship that we have as a couple but so by all in I meant, uh, you know, don't say, don't do one or the other thing. Don't struggle uh, too much. Don't then. do one. Not no. uh, you should both do both because it's uh, it's exciting. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful
2: message to take home. Really, <laughs> there's one last thing that I want to talk about, and that's something where you went all in. You wrote a song for Anne about yeah. <laughs> the the Knecker song. It's called yes. So can you give us a bit the backstory how that happened and how you actually ended up writing a song. For your entrepreneurial wife,
0: yes, so so the the song is for uh for her business, uh, the Knecker yeah. song. and uh, maybe you can actually say, yeah, it,
3: yeah. I mean, he's a musician uh, musician in heart. And he was already, when I met him, he was already composed music, writing writing music. And um, I was very fascinated of this. And when I found Knecker, I saw a lot of times that people talk about we can make music. And I said, we can do it also. We can make a song for Knecker because you are a musician. And then I choose my favorite song. And now I tell you an insight. The real name of the song was Liebe, Love. So, and I asked Tobias, can we use this song um, and rewrite it for Knecker? And he said, yeah, okay, we can do it. And so in our bed at night, we were sitting together and we were writing the text and it was a really <laughs> funny ceremony. And um, yeah, and then with a friend of us, we you produced it. Yeah. And But this also gives you a new kick to publish all the other songs of yeah, you as yeah. Spotify mm-hmm. and to bring it on Spotify, because I asked him, we have to, Get it on Instagram. I want to put it on my stories, and so it was a new target for us to bring the to to bring all the songs on Spotify, to put all the songs in Instagram, and everything. And we did it, and it was a, a common project, and it, it's a lot of fun for us to do it. And yeah,
0: it's a good thing, a good example for the inspiration that you can get out of your uh, <laughs> companies that you run, because Absolutely. I really have been making music a lot, um, especially when I was younger. Yeah. And I always wanted to release sort of the music on Spotify, uh, and this was not the moment. Knecker yeah. was the trigger. Yeah. We wrote the song, and uh, uh, you know, I, I, I think it was when it went, came out well. And And the other songs are there, so yeah, this is also part of if you ask ask about ups and downs, <laughs> definitely a big up uh, yeah. and an unexpected And up.
3: I mean, it's fantastic. I have now my own Knecker song um mm. written and sung from my husband. I mean this <laughs> is I'm really proud about this.
0: I, I, you know, maybe I just close the circle as we're finishing here with, you know, my parable of um, uh, at the beginning of, you know, the jumping out of the plane with a parachute. Right. Uh, I, I think, you know, um, the, the, it is, you know, you ask me you know, what is the recommendation for others? Really make the step out uh, out of your. I, I know Anne doesn't <laughs> like the saying, but step out of your comfort zone of your established um uh, job because it is amazing what you will find on the other side you know the the an experience that um maybe is not as you thought but is is definitely enriching for your life and and uh, and when i look and when you always think about when you look back later on and what you've done, I think it's uh, it's great to say. Okay, you know, I, I I tried this, I I saw this, and then new things appear that we write together a song. I never would have expected that, you know, <laughs> but it's the result of a process of making these steps. That she took a step and a leap uh, from into a job, uh, not job, sorry, in a business, starting a business, and uh, and so suddenly we can bring this together. So you know, everyone should just take a step out and jump with a parachute out of the plane because it's an exciting ride.
2: Right? 100%. <laughs> so thank you so much for stopping by. We're going to end this episode with the Knecker song. We wish you all the best, lots of success mm-hmm. for whatever you will tackle next. Maybe eventually in a few years, even a company together, who knows? <laughs> thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you, much. Thank you so much. And here's the Knecker song to end this episode.
4: Tag zum Erinnern, die Sonne mit dir, schimmerndes, glimmern, der Tag liegt vor dir, ein Bullschlag so heiter, eine Aussicht zum Glück, und treibe nicht weiter, bestimm dein Geschehen. Du lebst jeden Tag mit Herz, bist voll aktiv. Jeden Schritt mit Schwung, ganz intensiv. Frei und glücklich in der weiten Natur. Mit allem was du hast, du bist es pur. Du suchst nach einem Snack mit echtem Geschmack, etwas mit einem richtig guten Knack, etwas für die Seele und den Tatenrang. Ein Snack voll Protein, vegan, das ist knack. Zum Glück einfach lecker Mit Protein am Stück Frisch vom Bäcker Vegan bringt dich in Form Das ist knäcker Und treib dich weit nach vorn Du gehst hinauf Jedem Schritt und jeder Tag folgst deiner Leidenschaft auf deinem Weg zum Glück. Du spürst, du bist am rechten Ort. Kein Blick führt mehr zurück von dort und oh, Dein Power zum Glück einfach lecker. Oh. Die ihn am Stück frisch vom Bäcker. Vegan bringt dich in Form, das ist Knackern. Oh, er treibt dich weit nach vorn. Jeden Tag mit Herz bist voll aktiv Jeden Schritt mit Schwung ganz intensiv Frei und glücklich in der weiten Natur Mit allem was du hast, du bist es pur Du suchst nach einem Snack mit echtem Geschmack Etwas mit einem richtig guten Knack Etwas für die Seele und den Taten dran. Ein Snack voll Protein, vegan, das ist Einfach lecker Mit Protein am Stück, frisch vom Bäcker Vegan bringt dich in Form Vom Boden reißt, einfach lecker. Mit neuen Kräften speist, frisch vom Bäcker. Mein Power Snack zum Glück, das ist Knecke. Oh, er macht mich ganz verrückt, ganz verrückt.
1: This episode was brought to you by Swisspreneur's main partner, Clara Business, the digital all-in-one solution for small businesses. Managing internal processes manually and on paper wastes an incredible amount of time. That's why Clara digitizes everything, allowing you to focus on what really matters, your core business. Go to clara.ch to find out how your business administration can be simpler, faster, and more efficient. Again... That's Clara.ch.